0: A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need, selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, LittleGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home, or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General convenience stores open eight days a week. for a good day, and back in the saddle again is Chef Gary McLaughlin, who went with, by the way, the red shirt, red sweatshirt, and he went with the black apron today, I yes, see.
1: Yes, it match, 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 matches
0: my uh, black pants. It, you got a new <laughs> mask, though, I noticed.
1: Yeah, yes, it's yes. A uh, well-constructed blue. one. A uh, dark blue, uh, double, uh, double looped uh, sides that wow. hold on to my ears
0: well that blue really complements the silver in your hair uh, correct <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> so we are together it is your weekly food program recipe for a good day brought to you by the good owners of low general convenience stores there's one in your neighborhood so yes. check them out today we got great sale items wow. which leads us to great topics on today's program very excited <laughs> about today's program I actually brought in one of the uh the newer old cookbooks. Yes, was, I can't uh,
1: wait to see this.
0: There it is. That Everybody is, wants to see the wood cover.
1: It's absolutely <laughs> amazing, folks. I'm looking at uh, a cookbook, the old New England cookbook. Folks, the cover
0: is actual wood. Actual wood. Wow. Uh, 1936.
1: And uh, uh, is that the author? The author Abraham Lincoln? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this ni- what is interesting things about this book? As cooking was done differently back in the old days. Yes, it was. As it, it, it uh, number one, a lot of high heat, a lot of temperatures over 500, because they're cooking on fire. Correct. Uh, so you got to interpret that to your Martin Day ovens right. uh, when you're going through that. But it is an interesting read. And I have been waiting. I don't want to give it the farm away of what Gary's going to talk about. But I've been waiting for stew meat to yes. be back on. Because right after we did our big stew episode, this book was given to me with a very interesting old New England stew old recipe. England. I tell you. And I've been waiting to share it. Some of the classic recipes of the old time
1: uh, generations. It's just... Uh, the food can't be beat, and then you know over time it changes a little, and this and that, and you lose some of that flavor. Yep, well,
0: yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna relive the uh, the magic of nineteen thirty six. Wow, <laughs> the old New England cookbooks. Yes. Uh, we have something for our vegetarian friends today, Nice as well as uh, as some other recipes that'll be spurred off of the great sale items yes. this week. Uh, but it was a busy week last week. We had uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, we had Valentine's Day. How was your weekend? What was it like well it was very busy uh i technically went back to school oh well congratulations yes. young student yes
1: and i met rodney dangerfield no uh, yes. and,
0: uh, sharing a dorm room with yes him,
1: yes <laughs> no i uh i was uh over the past few months uh, um, at our store we've had corned beef on sale we've had uh deli corned beef and deli, uh, deli pastrami and i had a Corned beef sandwich, uh, let's see, this would have been um, Saturday, Uh, and it was just okay, just okay. I did not make it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it was just okay, and I'm saying to myself, self, I'm going to look these up, and I went online and I went to uh, YouTube videos, and I went back to school about the the process of corned beef and the process of pastrami. And I found some interesting things, and uh, both are made with uh, beef brisket, okay? Uh, One is slow cooked in an oven with heavy spices, the pastrami, a lot of ground black pepper and uh, blackened seasoning and so forth. And uh, every, both you cook, you slow cook. And then the corned beef is cooked usually on the stove, uh, minimum four hours. But the way they cut it to prep it was interesting. Usually on a corned beef brisket, you have a uh, two pieces and there's a fat cap right in the middle of those two pieces and it's heavy. So basically you cut through that. To you're at the very end of where the two pieces meet. And then you put it in your water, stone-cold water. You do not want hot water. Mm. And then you bring it to a boiling process, a slow uh, process. Now, when I cook corned beef, I usually use the cold water, and I bring it to a boil, and then I simmer it. But this here was cold water, and it was right... Right to a simmer, no, uh, you know, low flame, and uh, the cutting technique. Uh, I was really amazed at this gentleman's skill, and uh, it's, it was out of a uh, restaurant out of uh, Chicago, excuse me, New York, and House. yes, <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. They kept the corned beef in heating boxes on their food line, which the customers could see. And then they put it on automatic slices, and it just kept slicing the meat thin, very thin. And the sandwiches were probably 45 pounds each. (laughs) They were huge. They were huge. And I just learned this preparation and the cooking, and it was really interesting. So when that comes
0: available, I'm going to have a nice show with them. Well, that. I'm sure we'll be hitting maybe some corned beef as we uh, move through these next few weeks leading up to the big corned beef day correct of St. Patrick's Correct. Day. So good timing. Good timing, good yes. Timing. So
1: I really enjoyed that. that did in, you get that to see innovation. any of the Super Bowl? I did. Uh, very little. Uh, what I did see was good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last quarter was unbelievable, going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I was disappointed because I did not have time to make any type of appetizer relating to either city. Mm -hmm. So I was a little disappointed about that. I used to do that in the past. Nice. And uh, I could not do it this year, Uh, but it was a great game. Uh, And then, of course... Monday
0: was Valentine's Day. Yes, it was. Hope you had a pleasant one. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And Did you uh, break out the old calendar with you and that big heart? Uh, you were you were in a calendar. Yes. He was a calendar model. Yes. in case you didn't know in his younger days. Yes. Uh, and I believe you had uh, the month of February. Correct. And you had this huge Valentine heart. And, folks, that's all he was wearing.
1: Uh, uh, correct. Do <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you still have that? I do. Somewhere. Somewhere. And... Uh, uh, it was a uh,
0: fundraiser. A fundraiser for, Pinson's organizer. No, no Pinson's
1: organized. No Pinson's organized. It was for the
0: autumn fest. That's what it was for.
1: And please. I want to say back in uh, let's see, two thousand five or six, maybe. Well,
0: I was watching the special, and they had a cupid. That cupid had nothing. On your calendar. Page, there you go. Thank say. you. Um, but uh, again, I apologize. It was only a four-hour Valentine's special. Uh, Gary was wondering where his slot was going to be on this. Yes, I was program.
1: waiting for my solo. But I got to say, Jeff, again, uh, it was a uh, it was a, a busy weekend, uh, and I listened to. I, I did not have a chance to hear the whole show in its entirety, but I heard bits and pieces. And let me tell you. I enjoyed in the 80s and 90s. I enjoyed the group Alabama. So, yes. And that was great. And uh, some of the doo wop stuff, you made Jack Rivers proud. Thank you very much. Really, really good. And what can you say about the great American songbook?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Timeless. 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 And it was just a great show. And then when I heard Wonderful Tonight, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Mine too. And I gotta say, it was
0: wonderful. And I just and that is uh, that was the number one slow dance, my slow dance of all time. Okay, was wonderful tonight. I call them chair movers. Yes, because uh, for over thirty years of doing entertainment at venues or for all types of events, when you need an ace. It's a slow song, not a fast song. Correct. And you I call them chair movies. As soon as the first note hit, you'd hear the chairs rub back yes. as they're coming to the yes. dance floor. Well, that was yes. number one. The f- we did five of them. Number five was Color My Worlds by Chicago. Okay, yes. Uh, number four was After the Lovin'. Engelbert. And uh, Engelbert, yes, uh, yes. Number three, four and three could have gone either way. It was Have I Told You Lately, Rod Stewart, or uh, the Van uh, Morrison okay, remake. Okay. Uh, and number two was Unchained Melody by The Righteous Brothers. Wow. Could have been number one, but there's no lead in. It just starts off with the vocals, so half the verse is people coming right. to the floor. Exactly. The number one king of the slow dance was wonderful tonight. Yes.
1: Outstanding. But I got to say, I uh, for me... Uh, I enjoy Van Morrison more than I do too. To yes.
0: And when I sang it, I sang it more in this Morrison style than the St. Oh, tune.
1: you sang it?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I oh, singing. wow. I got it. Uh, you know where no, I can get a copy?
0: No. No, it's it's been destroyed.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> um
0: it's with the leftovers from uh, from the weekend's meals. <laughs> um <laughs> this weekend I do, I told Gary if it was 5 hours he could have been in it. I do have a 5 hour music special running this weekend. Uh, yes. Uh, you don't quite fit the category of uh, Black History Month. No. But I'll f- keep in mind next time.
1: Yes. You know, like uh, um, uh, Midnight Train to Georgia.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, maybe you stick to the woo-woo. woo Yes. Uh, but we have a five-hour <laughs> countdown I'm bringing uh, starting Sunday at 2. If you haven't heard it, Gary, it's... My baby, this is. As people ask me, says, you know, how many? I don't know how many, but I can tell you, this is my baby. Yeah. The top fifty countdown of the most influential Black music artists. I of remember all time. it from
1: last year. We have was...
0: honorable mentions in addition to that. Other bios of prominent Black Americans. This is the one I'm probably most proud of, other than the POWMIA special. Oh, that, oh, wonderful! That no. might be number yes. one. In my memory banks, but uh, if you haven't heard it, it's a magical journey through the world of music and uh, quite illuminating. If you don't know some of the history of these uh, African-American artists, it's a great, great program this weekend. So thank you for plugging that, uh, Gary. Uh, And I hope you enjoy it in your kitchen. Yes. We're going to get you in the kitchen this program, but in order to know what you have to cook, uh, you need to know what's on sale at all those general Correct. locations, and uh it's always Tuesday morning when I pull this and start to plan the program. And I was excited because of the variety that's on sale yes. this week at Low general stores. I made my shopping list. I actually, uh, you made your, you're talking about just to back up a little bit your Super Bowl. Yes, uh, onto, I, well, Sunday's my pizza day. Yes. We had snow. We had the Super Bowl. We didn't, we didn't, uh, order out. We, uh, went to Little General on Manville Hill Road. Okay. Yes. And, uh, we picked up, uh, uh packages of, uh, your favorite English muffins. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't make them into burgers, but we made, uh, trays upon trays of English muffin pizzas. Correct. Okay, wonderful. Uh, with some homemade French fries. Yes. And uh, so that was the feast throughout the Super Bowl. Oh, it and, sounds uh, like a... about those little English muffin pizzas. Yes. Uh, pick up some sauce and some cheese at Little General. Correct. And it was a, a Little General Pizza Day, Super nice. Bowl Sunday. Nice. And if you haven't had English muffin pizzas. Boy, you forget how, what a tasty little treat that is. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I had that growing up. So good. I had it growing up. And, you know, I would love when you bite into it and you had uh, all those crevices in the English muffin and all the (laughs) sauce.
0: Get in there. Get in
1: there, and then you had the cheese. The cheese
0: melts over the edges. Right,
1: and then you could mm-hmm. put stuff on top of the English muffin or underneath
0: the sauce. Underneath the sauce. And, oh, God, it, 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 that's a, a family yeah. favorite. It, it was a quick, easy thing. I yes. had this right there at Little General. So during the Super Bowl, we didn't have a lot of cleanup and a lot of prepping. It was Correct. quick and easy. And, nice. uh, boy, I ate like a king. There you go. In my easy chair. You
1: know, <laughs> you know. I'm glad you said that, Jeff. You know why? because I'm finding as I'm getting older uh, my change in food is, is is evolving and I see I seem to be going back to the simple things in life you know I don't need a giant overwhelming prepared beautiful meal anymore give me something simple like the English muffin pizza mm-hmm. or a piece of just uh, like a nice, beautiful
0: ribeye. They even had two slices left over. We actually brought them in. Oh! Uh, we we <laughs> ate them. <laughs> well, I, but I still have the bag if you want to smell the uh, seasoning. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Chef Gary, what's on sale at all general locations? Now through close of business Sunday. Yes. What do you have? Well,
1: I'd like to start off with, Jeff, bone in, skin on, chicken breast. a pound, and they're a beautiful size, great for baking, great for stuffing. See, people don't realize that you you have this breast, these two pieces together. It's the perfect size to stuff with a, a bread stuffing or a meat stuffing, and it's just a perfect size, and... Nobody does it, but we can give a recipe if somebody wanted a recipe sure. for that. Uh, we also have stew meat on sale, $5.99 a pound, and that's going to relate to some of our talking recipes today. Can't wait for that. Top round steak, $5.99 a pound, or if you want the roast, it's also five ninety nine a pound. Uh, lean... <laughs> The top round is lean. Uh, it's great for a thin, light roast beef dinner with uh, au jus. Oh, my, I'm just thinking about it right now. I, I'm ready to go home and make one. <laughs> uh, large green bell peppers, 149 a pound. Folks, these peppers are beautiful. They're a good size. They're large enough you could actually cut them in half and make a stuffed pepper. Uh, and uh, they're beautiful, and they, you know, they're the green. Uh, From Old Neighborhood, Oven Roasting Chicken Breasts from the deli. It's $7.99 a pound. Folks, this breast, this chicken breast uh, is very low in sodium, and it has a unique, wonderful flavor, and you can taste the chicken. It's really, really a good chicken breast good flavor from our friends at uh Lindo Lakes Italian blended cheese 689 a pound this is Asiago and cheddar in american and let me tell you it's 689 a pound you put this over the english muffin pizza and you would be a the biggest hit <laughs> Your kids will love you forever. It's such a nice flavor, but it's not strong. It's subtle. It has great flavor throughout. And then uh you notice, uh, Jeff, we had Fudge on we still have Fudge on sale, six ninety nine from Wright's Dairy, uh excuse me, Wright's Farm Restaurant. And um uh, we, in the ad, we put something great for uh, Valentine's because the special started on the 14th, but it's assorted fudge. And let me tell you, they will go through the holidays, like this past holiday, Christmas and so forth. They had a peppermint fudge and I believe I brought some in. Uh, uh, Jeff because uh, we had some left over there <laughs> and I bought it to you <laughs> you notice I brought you some yeah, yes <laughs> and th- w- so that's on sale 699 uh, and then we have um, from our dear friends at Corelic, uh chocolate milk 399 for a half gallon an all-time favorite you can't beat it so we have this one of the a wonderful array of products. Uh, I just want to mention that, you know, uh, you can go into the store and buy assorted sandwiches already made for your lunch, uh, for your dinner, or for a snack. Uh, We have grinders, we have finger sandwiches, we have uh, BLTs, we have a full range and a full assortment. So please come in, enjoy, and uh, anybody at the uh, cashier will help you. The deli people will help you, and if our meat cutter is there, he will help you. And if I'm there, I will help you. So come in and enjoy. It's the convenience store
0: with Miller. Sounds like there's some helpful people. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to utilize uh, these items. We're going to talk some bone-in chicken breasts today. We're going to do a brown, uh, braised bone-in chicken breast with a wine sauce. Nice. We're going to do a honey soy chicken breast as well. Uh, there's honey's available. At yes. yes. Uh, real honey, uh, uh, Jeff. Natural real honey made locally. We are going to give a few recipes for those large green peppers. We're going to talk about stuffing peppers Nice. And nice. I think a nice piece today. The old New England stew for that stew meat. That and more coming up on today's edition of Recipe for a Good Day. Recipe for a Good Day, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-One Socket, Manville Road and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield. Front Street in Lincoln. Chapel Street in Boroughville. And Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab and go meals perfectly prepared for you. Whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day and of course delicious deli items from top of the line lunch meats to top of the line steak and chicken products oh and of course always fresh ground hamburg stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com your convenience store with more little general where you always get a smile a please and a thank you open every day including today proud sponsors of recipe for a good day little general convenience stores
2: Salami Tommy Give it the Gravy Davy Everybody eats when they come to my
1: house Try a tomato plate too Here's tore dore Taste the bologna Tony Everybody eats when they come to my house I fix your favorite dishes Hoping this good food fills you Work my hands to the bone kitchen alone you better eat if it kills you pass me a pancake mandrake having a derby erby. look Looking the fender do
2: everybody eats when they come to my house hannah
0: daddy tommy oh tommy <laughs> you hear that voice? It's hard to believe. I'm sorry I couldn't include you in that music special, Gary. Uh, I'm telling you, I was uh, so disappointed. I was ready. <laughs>
1: uh, well,
0: you're, you're McLaughlin. Yes. Is that Irish? Yes. All right. So maybe we'll get a St. Patrick's Day tune.
1: Oh, uh, Danny Boy. Uh, da, 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 da. Maybe we'll
0: have you sing one. <laughs> what well, was the first two words of the song. Uh, in studio with us is uh, Joey Gallant from the Bella Restaurant, who has a partnership. With Uh-oh. little general convenience stores at the Cumberland Hill Road location. You'll find this Geo Trio by Bella's Restaurant. It's a yes. sauce to marinara available at little general convenience stores. Joe is nice enough to bring in a jar of this sauce. And uh, now I know, Joe, Gia Trio yes. is the trio of little darlings yes. that are on the label. Correct. So uh, Joe is here. You can tell us a little bit about the sauce that is uh, made at Bella's. Joe, you've been at Bella's a long time. Yes, I have. Good morning, everybody. Listening in the radio land, you usually hear me
2: on Monday and Friday for the Joe Show Sports Radio show. And, and he's up really early on a Wednesday. I'm up early on a Wednesday and I'm, I'm okay despite uh, the PC uh, tough loss last night. Uh, the Celtics really putting a hurt on Philadelphia. I could not believe that. That's not why we're here though. That's Friday. What we're here to talk about this morning is uh the Geo Trio Marinaro, which we serve at Bella Restaurant. That is our homemade San Marzano tomato sauce. That's the same recipe for 25 years. Bella Restaurant has been there on uh, at 1992 Victory Highway i've been fortunate enough to be there f- for over ten years and um, it 's a great place uh everybody that's been there knows that, but uh, another great place is little general convenience stores and they 've been awesome and they 've been uh carrying our sauce and selling our sauce for what? a while. Many great things can be made just this week with what 's in the uh what's in, uh, in the weekly specials. You can utilize that sauce in a lot of ways jeff well i 'm looking
0: at one of the things i can 't help but notice uh, Gary looking at the jar. Is the ingredients are all very easy to read? Yeah, and you yes. know what they are. Yeah, you don't yeah. need the dictionary to look up
2: uh, all these <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to uh, a, th- a thesaurus to figure out what's in this sauce. It's all good stuff. It's uh, it's the old old-fashioned way to make things all, all natural ingredients, organic, and uh, we use that in all a lot of our dishes. And you can recreate that same feeling at home. Whether you're making pasta, whether you're making, I heard you mentioning stuffed peppers. Those are awesome. Yes. Uh, a lot of ways you can you can use that at
0: home uh, in your kitchen. Well, we, it was nice enough to bring us a sauce of this. Uh, oh, that's what uh, a, a jar of the sauce. Yes. See, he brought the sauce, but it's in a jar. Right. It makes it easy for people to take home that way. It's
2: easier, yeah. yeah. You can carry it in your hands, <laughs> but it's, it's messy.
0: Um, and we're going to give one away later in the program. Yes. Uh, along with the five dollar little general gift card. So you got a nice meal here. So stay tuned for that. Your opportunity to win a jar of the Geo's Trio by nice. Bella's restaurant. Uh, how do you say the uh, chef's, uh, Chef Giovanni?
2: Yeah, it's the Calipi family. Calipi. It's, it's yeah. Chef Giovanni Calipi. The owner is, uh, is Giuseppe Calipi. Yeah, the... Been in the restaurant business over 50 years. Started the original Blue Grotto on Federal Hill in the 70s, wow. back when the Federal Hill was, wow. was what it was and recreated that right here in Boroughville. And a lot of people thought it was crazy, but it's, uh, it hasn't been. It's been 25 wonderful years. We have great uh, support from the community. People drive uh, locally and they drive from far away to come uh, to Bella restaurant and enjoy the cuisine so we uh, we 're very humble we 're very fortunate and we want to make it another 25 years if we can.
0: Now, this is another example, though, of some of the local partnerships that Little General does through their outreach and an effort to keep local things on the right. shelves. And right. uh, just another example of working yes. with uh, Chef Gio from Bella's to bring that sauce to Little General's. I've
1: used that sauce in my own cooking. And what I like about that is that it's a great baking sauce. If you need to bake or simmer or... Braise. Yeah, that's the perfect ideal sauce for that application. Outstanding, outstanding. All
0: right. Well, we're going to have your chance to win in a little bit. We got some food to talk about, though. First, uh, Joe. So uh, join the uh, conversation. Join the fun. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I know uh, you had brought in. You missed the leftovers the week oh, you were out. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Joe had brought in a beef stew he made during yep. the blizzard. Yeah. The beef stew
2: was was great. That inspired by this show and by Little General having such a great price on stew meat. And I'll tell you what, going into that blizzard, it was like. It was like trying to find cat food or something right now. Yeah, good luck trying to find stew meat. But, you know, who had it fresh and delicious was Little General and also a great price. So that's why that happened, Jeff. Thank well,
0: you. we see the stew meat on sale, five ninety nine a pound this week again. And we broke into, uh, I was excited to do it because I had this nice old cookbook awesome. with a wooden cover. That's, a the, wooden that's cover. the big thing. Roger got a kick out of that, too. So now, Joe, you see the Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. It was made in 1936. And uh, we've given countless stew recipes on the program. Yes. We had a whole show of soups and stews. Correct. Which is available for you to listen to at lowgeneral.com as past editions are. You can scroll through and actually see the menu items that we talk about on each program in order to find the right show for you. This here has an old New England beef stew recipe. It's a famous Massachusetts recipe. By the way, this book was made out of Connecticut but it encompasses recipes from Vermont. It talks about the maple products up there. Uh, Rhode Island is the uh, the It thanks the uh, Newport um, Chamber of Commerce for their support on the book as well. And you can tell it's old by the dedication. I'll read it as they wrote it. Most careful housewives tis to you. Mm, tis to, you. to you. Yeah. you. You don't hear that much. Not often. Right? Not in this day and age. We dedicate this book for well we know the art to please lies in the art to cook. Correct. That's the dedication yes. of this book. But it, it struck my interest because of an ingredient. Now, typically we're talking beef stew, we're talking potatoes, carrots, stewed beef, mm. you know, maybe some uh, some other additions as well. But this recipe uses three and a half pounds of, of stewed beef. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, one small onion chopped. I I go over on the onions on my recipes. I wouldn't use a small. I'd probably, with three and a half pounds of beef. Three and a half, half, yeah, that's... You know, I'll up that to a large onion. Yeah. Know, let's live a little. Uh, but again, maybe all they had was small onions yeah. in 1936. Could be. Uh One, here it is an interesting ingredient. One, turnip. Wow. Diced. Yes. Diced, Big yeah. key ingredient here was turnip yep. Yep. in the beef stew. Three carrots diced, two tablespoons of melted fat. I that's something you don't see a lot yeah. in today's recipes. Right. That today, uh, that would be beef suet. Beef suet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, five potatoes, salt and pepper, two. Taste. There you go, yep. chef. <laughs> a half cup of flour, some water, and dumplings. And, uh, it, you're looking for small beef, beef tips for stewing. And the book actually goes into having your butcher. Because back then you'd yeah. go to a butcher cut right? and, and they would cut it up. Right. Uh, but nowadays, thanks to Little General and their deli. The work is done. The work work is done. done. Your stew meat is ready. It's ready ready to go. Uh, so cover the meat, uh, with the onions. Uh, you're going to dredge the, first of all, excuse me, back up. Dredge the flour in seasonings and, uh, brown in the melted fat or the beef suet. Yeah. Uh, here in this uh, scenario, uh, add in your onions with the water and let it simmer. Uh, now again, cooking times, you always have to translate this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Two to three hours to simmer that portion back in nineteen thirty six. That's changed yeah, in yes. today's oven. Yeah. Yes. That has drastically changed. But you're gonna put this in and simmer it. So you probably to brown that meat, but maybe twenty minutes? Fifteen. Yeah,
1: that would be a, yeah, fifteen to twenty minutes would be
0: correct. Uh back then it was two to three hours. Yeah. <laughs> so uh but so when you talk about slaving in the kitchen all day mm. uh but they really did back then oh, didn't know. they uh, and, uh half an hour before serving this book reads add in the other vegetables and about 15 minutes before serving they add in another ingredient which is dumplings adding dumplings, dumplings. really
1: and that's different
0: Different. Yes. Different. Different into the beef stew. Mm. Um you when done thicken the gravy with that flour, which I'm assuming right. you did. You, yeah. You had a nice thick gravy. Yeah, that was enjoy. that's the to me that's where uh you
2: can I mean it's not a make or break moment. It's not like it's rocket science to thicken, but uh you know, it's utilizing the the cooking liquid and then making what's called a slurry Which I took um, some flour separately and some of that hot cooking liquid and whisked that together in a separate bowl and then brought that back right into my stew. And you talked about dredging the meat. I um I did mine in two batches because I feel like in the past I've made the mistake of overcrowding the pan
1: overcrowding the pan it, which would <coughs> cause steaming and right. then frying
2: and instead of frying and then you don't right. get that nice color on Correct. the meat if you're doing do it in batches and you flour it on in a high heat pan you get that nice color on your meat and then you do it in two batches and then you can always sc- scrape some of those, uh, those pan drippings in. Oh, yes. And get that, get that flavor as well.
0: Correct. So. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the dumplings for a minute here. It does give the recipe. For making the dumplings to put into the stew. Um, I can't, I've never made dumplings. Has either one of you? I have, but it's a lost time. It's a lost time. Yeah. But it wasn't in 1936, 86. Gary. <laughs> Here's how they did it back then. One and a half cups of sifted flour, one teaspoon of salt, mm-hmm. a half cup of milk. And back then they had to go to the barn to get that. Yeah, cup. real deal. <laughs> Fresh. Uh, and one egg. Take the egg out back, beat the egg. Uh, add in salt and milk and stir into the flour to form a nice smooth batter drop in spoonfuls into boiling salted water yes. and let it cook for about 15 minutes drain that and uh, your um, your dumplings are pretty well Ready to go Collect. at that point in time. It's that simple. Mm. Uh, they may be served as, uh, as as hot. You can reheat them in a gravy or in this situation, adding the dumplings to the stew. But the big point of this recipe is to share really the ingredient list. Yeah. Today, in the era of crock pots, could you imagine the concept of a crock pot to these people in oh, wow. no. 1936? I mean, no. It's different, but uh, still, no matter how you're making it, and if you are using your crock pot, the ingredients that are different is adding dumplings. Dumplings into the beef stew. And the turnips. And the turnips. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of folks have brought me really neat cookbooks from the thirties. Turnips was a staple. It was. In beef stew. It's kind of forgotten about today. So it's something we can try to relive yeah. as they did it. Again, it's a, uh, it's the beef stew, the onion, turnip, carrots, uh, potatoes, salt, power, some flour to thicken that gravy at the end. And then adding in the dumplings at the last minute uh, for your beef stew could give you an interesting, if not a conversation piece at your in table correct and uh, dumplings, of course, known mostly with chicken, but here they're using it in beef, in stew. The beef stew, which is amazing. Yes. Interesting books. Yes. There are some really neat recipes of sauces may and I things. See that, Jeff? You may, from a distance. No, ah. no, you can take <laughs> that, Gary. But there is our uh, our old 1936 beef stew, New England beef stew recipe. Uh we're gonna move on here. We have chicken breasts on sale, bone-in chicken breasts, $1.99 a pound. Yep. We got two things to spit out at you before we We get into uh, giving away the Bella sauce and the $5 General gift card. Hold your calls. We'll be getting to that in a few minutes. We want to give these recipes out. And then we're going to close talking about stuffed peppers, Joe. Mm. And uh, you strike me as a guy who could probably enjoy some stuffed peppers.
2: Yeah, it's something that um, I've only made a few times but really enjoy. There's a lot of different ways uh, to make them, obviously. That's like a stew. If you go online or if you look up recipes, you're going to find a lot of similarities but also little differences in, in how people make them. Some people make them spicy. The hamburg mixture with the rice. Uh, some people add other things into it, but, uh, very, very good. And on sale this week, you've got those large green peppers just, uh, what, $1.49 a pound? That's $1. right. $1.49 a pound. That's a good memory. It's a good also, price. Also,
1: at the, at our store, we do make stuffed peppers at our store.
0: Yeah, but then I don't want your secret recipe. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm always trying to protect the secret recipes because I want you to go to Cumberland Hill Road and get those little general recipes from Chef Gary. You can give us tips, but not your secret ingredients. Correct. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, many folks have asked for Gary's recipes. I don't want to Gary to give out his secret recipes because mm. it puts them out of work. You've got to understand the secrets of the trade right. that one must protect. Got to protect. We're going to talk those bone-in chicken breasts. No, ninety-nine a sale, of course, always great for a soup. A little trickier to debone to make sure you're getting all those ribs out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with a nice uh, strainer inside the soup pot, it's made it easy for me Correct. to pull out and make sure it's all out of that broth but here we're looking for four to six bone-in chicken breasts and one thing about low general's breasts is they are a nice size and there's plenty of meat to go around one teaspoon of salt and pepper each one small bag of baby potatoes it's about a pound and a half of potatoes they're putting I, I would meal. say yes two tablespoons of olive oil it does allow for a substitution of coconut oil, which I find interesting in here because you're going to skew flavor big time when you enter into the world of coconut oil no. versus olive oil. So I think it's a matter of taste there. A half of a large onion. uh We're talking one whole head of garlic uh minced and put through a press. Two to three cups of mushrooms quartered. Four sprigs of thyme, if you have the time. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> two to three cups of white wine. Two tablespoons of corn A half cup of half and half cream. Hmm. And one teaspoon of salt and pepper or Two you can taste. add more. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Taste Teaser. Now, the ingredients is a little heavy, but that's why we encourage you not to write them down during the program, but to go to lowgeneral.com and hear this edition it will be posted shortly. The instructions are simple. Heat your large oven-proof skillet on a medium-high heat while you're waiting for it to get hot. Season your chicken with the salt and pepper and preheat your oven to 375. When the pan gets hot, add in the olive oil or coconut oil Then add the chicken. Brown the chicken on both sides, then remove it from the pan, set it aside for a moment, turn the heat down to a medium, add in the onion and garlic to the pan, saute it for a few minutes, making sure to scrape all those bits off the bottom. Mm -hmm. I just swirl the meat, right? I let the meat do the swirling. I just keep swirling it. Swirl. Peter asked me, what are you doing that for? I said, you got to get the flavor off the pan. the flavor. Not in the bottom of the dishwater. Exactly. That's right. Absolutely. A
2: lot of flavor left in those pans if you don't.
0: Add in those mushrooms in time and saute again for a few more minutes then slip in some wine cook the sauce you'll notice the wine start to bubble a bit Uh makes it a little bit of a paste with a little wine and cornstarch add it into the pan stir in that sauce again and you'll see it start to thicken and that's when you make it a little thicker by adding in the cream at that nice. point in time season the sauce to taste with the salt and pepper and then return the chicken to the pan add in the baby potatoes Place the skillet in the oven and let it cook for 25, 30 minutes. You'll notice the chicken becomes cooked through. You can take a test piece, my favorite part of cooking. <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I test early and often. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. uh, you get to uh, test the chicken before your company does and uh, make sure it is cooked through for uh, 25 to 30 minutes. Uh, and then cover the chicken, let it rest for 5 to 10 minutes before serving. That's a pretty easy process for the bone-in. Chicken breast with a nice creamy wine sauce. And again, it's the half and half that is added in late to the already thickened with the cornstarch wine yes. sauce for that meal. And uh, we want to use that honey available at Little General Convenience Stores. It's an all-natural honey. And I can't tell you what Gary goes through to get the honey from the bees. Wow.
1: Oh. You should. It's a battle.
0: Amazing. It's a battle. It looks like Winnie the Pooh with his balloon floating up to the honeycomb. (laughs) But the honey soy chicken breast. Keep in mind a low sodium soy is what you're looking for here. You don't want it too salty, right? Soy. It's much easier. Only six ingredients here, Joe. Okay. And we're going to look for a for a quarter cup of that all-natural honey. You can get it at lower general convenience stores. One-third cup of low-sodium soy sauce, a half a teaspoon of black pepper, four cloves of garlic, yep. one tablespoon of fresh ginger root, mm. and 24 ounces of chicken breast. And, of course, that is going to be on the bone chicken breast here. Mm. Uh, you can do it both boneless or bone. Right. Uh, 24 ounces, you're probably looking at three to four chicken breasts. I would say meat. yes. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> <clears throat> it's correct. a simple uh, process. Uh, stir together all the ingredients except the chicken breast. I love how they tell you not to stir in the whole bone in chicken breast. <laughs> it makes it very difficult on the spoon. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> but they had to tell you that. Yes. Add the chicken breast. Uh, to the, uh, marinade, uh, let it sit in the fridge, preferably overnight. Uh, place the marinated chicken breast on the aluminum foil lined cookie sheets and bake it 375, uncovered for about 45 minutes. And then use a meat thermometer to make sure you have an internal temperature of what, maybe 165. 165. Yeah, 165. Don't throw out the marinade, which is an interesting thing they say here because we always talk about once your meat has been in the marinade yeah. to discard it. Right. If you're going to brush a little extra on there, do not use the marinade bowl that you had the raw chicken in on. Correct. Night. Put yourself a little Tupperware dish aside from the marinating bowl and then you can give it some uh, brushing if you want to add additional marinade on it. But some recipes, especially if you're pulling them online, they're not given by professional cooks who understand the dangers as the two of you would bring in the kitchen all the time. Correct. Uh, So, be very careful with recipes that tell you not to throw out the marinade once you remove the chicken or pork or beef Mm -hmm. from it. That's important. That's a a way to the bathroom. That's what that is. Absolutely. Uh, You're going to get sick. Yep. Uh, So, leave some marinade. I always leave some extra marinade exactly. that's untouched by meat on the side. And not only do I utilize it for brushing, gentlemen, but also I'll put a little on the plate for that meat to rest in when it yes. comes out of the cooking yes, to help absorb that in. Yes. So there's two recipes you can use for the bone-in chicken breast. When we return, we have Joe Gallant. we got Chef Gary McLaughlin in the studio. This is what you call full house. That's it. Yes. Or three of a kind, one of, uh, one of the two. Uh, 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 we're yeah, going to give away a full deck. <laughs> Geo Trio from Bella's Restaurant. A yes. jar sauce yeah. you can buy at Low General Convenience <laughs> Store. In addition to that, a $5 Low General gift card in a moment. And we're going to talk some stuffed peppers. When we do return, this is Recipe for a Good Day.
2: I forgot
1: to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Funky the monkey. Well, Anna Marie, we have you
0: covered. All at lowgeneral.com That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Little General locations. And now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to lowgeneral.com You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Little General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to recipe for a good day so if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe now you can go listen anytime at your time at little